the blessing of God does not fail. He said, the blessing of the Lord naked rich and added no soul. Every child of God has been given. But not every child of God has received. This is the word lambano. Lambano is an acting word. Lambano needs to take. Amen. Lambano needs to go and get a hold of something. They that receive a bonus of grace shall win in life. It says, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. God, just lift your hands to it. Just worship Him. Just worship Him. There's no one like Him. Just lift your hands. Lift those hands to it, Heaven. Lift those hands. They are holy hands. Bless His holy name. Lord, we adore You. Thank You for Your mercies. Thank You. For your everlasting love. Thank you for your presence is always with us. Thank you for your divine influence. Right now, hearts are open to receive the word of God. I pray for your people. I don't receive it as the truth of God. I don't receive it as the better way. I don't be transformed as your word abides in them. I don't bring forth much fruits of the word of God. And that grace and peace be multiplied unto them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Welcome to church. How was your week? Praise the Lord. Last week we rounded up uh, walking in faith, right? Right? So... That's 12 part series. Amen. A 12 part series on teaching on faith. Hallelujah. That's wonderful, right? So God has blessed us with these teachings. They are available. Amen. Get these messages. Amen. Amen. Hello. Hi. Are you here? So I said, this series on faith is so important. It's so important. So important. You must get them, listen to them, and know them, and walk in them. Praise the Lord. Even though you were around, especially those that missed, even though you were around all through the series, can you explain everything? Are you walking in it? Praise the Lord. So you must get these messages and listen to it again and again. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. So today, uh, I want to teach you something. I want to teach you something on praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Praying in the Spirit. Let's call it that. Praying in the Spirit. Hallelujah. I had longed to teach you this for many years. <laughs> if you remember, I'm always saying I'm going to teach you on prayer. Soon, soon, soon. The years were ticking. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, let's start with this one. Praying in the Spirit. Hallelujah. That's praying the right way. Amen. You see, praying in the Spirit is praying the right way. Hallelujah. In the New Testament, the right way to pray is praying in the Spirit. Hallelujah. And, and sometimes you hear me say it, and anytime I say it, I'm like, oh, I've not fully explained what, it's, what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's go to Ephesians chapter, Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6, some verse 18. He says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Hallelujah. You see that? He says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Amen. He's telling us that this is the right way to pray. Hallelujah. He says, praying always with all prayers, all prayers, all prayers. Hallelujah. All prayers in the Spirit. Hallelujah. In the Spirit. What was he saying? What is he saying? Hallelujah. All prayer in the Spirit. He says, all your prayers should be in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Hello? In the Spirit. That's the right kind of prayer. That's praying the right way. You know, people just pray anyhow. And they just think, oh, it's just to just say anything. Say what's on your mind. <laughs> Praise God. But it's not like that. Hallelujah. If your prayer is not in the Spirit... It is not received. Hello? Are you hearing me? I say if your prayer is not in the spirit, it's not, it's not received. Glory to God. Can I see your writing materials? Are you writing materials? Are you writing? Uh, it's not you're bringing out your... 
I started talking a while ago. Praise God. It's time for the word. Amen. So, make sure you're a good student. Hallelujah. A good student is always right. Hallelujah. It's always right. And I'm sure when Jesus Christ was teaching, they were writing. That's why some of them had much accounts to tell us about what he said. They were writing. Hallelujah. They were writing. Glory to God. So I said, prayer has to be in the spirit. And I'm going to start explaining that today. Hallelujah. I'm going to start explaining what we're talking about. Amen. Prayer is so important. Amen. And sadly, a lot of people, Christians, don't give interest in prayer. They don't give interest in prayer. Praise God. They don't give interest in prayer. For instance, a prayer meeting services are the fewest or the least attended service around the world. Is the prayer meeting service. It's the least most attended meeting. Praise God. It's the least most attended meeting. Because so when they hear prayer meeting, they are like, oh, it's for some people. <laughs> they believe it's for some people. No, not so. After this teaching, it will change. Hallelujah. Because you come to understand what prayer is. A lot of Christians don't know how to pray. Why? A lot of people, a lot of Christians pray wrongly. They pray in the flesh. They don't know how to pray. Some just learn some prayer styles from some people and to just start praying it. Prayer makes them feel good. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, some will even say, uh, make New Year resolution and say, Oh, Lord, I want my prayer life to increase this year. <laughs> But you don't do anything about it. There are people every year they have this new year resolution. Oh yes, my prayer life. Lord, I want my prayer life to I want to be more spiritual. I want my prayer life to increase. <laughs> but they do nothing towards it. It's like they just slot that among their numerous requests. <laughs> So that God will think, oh yes, this one has, you know, let me answer the rest prayers. <laughs> Praise God. But no, no, you can't deceive God. Amen. 
You came to see God. Hallelujah. God does not look at what you say. Hallelujah. You can deceive him. See, God sees your heart. Praise the Lord. So I said, not so. God sees your heart. You need to understand. See, there's one thing you need to understand in your life. Amen. You cannot deceive God. Tell somebody, you cannot deceive God. You cannot deceive God. God sees your heart. Praise God. He sees your heart. He sees your heart. Praise God. You may be able to deceive that man. You may even deceive the pastor. But you can't deceive God. Hallelujah. It's God that releases the blessing. Hallelujah. So, you need to start living honestly in your life. Once you understand you cannot deceive God, then you start living honestly. The Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Hallelujah. Searching all the inward parts of the belly. Hallelujah. He's telling you that, hey, God sees your heart. He's... He searches everything. The Bible says the spirit of man. He says no man knows the things of man. Save the spirit that is in man. Hallelujah. So your spirit knows everything about you. Your spirit knows your heart. Hallelujah. So your motive, your intentions. When you say something. God looks at your heart. Hallelujah. He looks at your heart. He knows whether it's coming from your heart. Is this thing coming from your heart? Or is it just words? Praise God. Or it's just words. When you understand you cannot deceive God, then you will start living honestly. Glory to God. Amen. When you say something, God weighs your heart. Hallelujah. Not just God weighs the heart. He weighs it. He weighs it. I told you, you see, he's a spirit reader. Hallelujah. He's a spirit reader. He's a heart reader. God is a heart reader. He knows what's inside. Come on, what were you? You are naked before such person. Such a person, you're naked before him. You can't lie, you can't deceive him. Praise God. You can't deceive such a person. And this is the one you're dealing with. So it's better you just respect yourself and be honest with God. <laughs> Praise God. Respect yourself and be honest with him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Glory to God. How many of you want to have a more, a better prayer life? Can I, can I see your hands? You, you, you think you want to be more prayerful? You want a better prayer life? Is there somebody like that? Some of you, not all of you. Some of you don't want to be more prayerful. You like your star. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. It's important. Prayer is important. And I'm going to be showing you a lot of verses. Hallelujah. And your eyes will be open. Amen. The Bible says the entrance of the word giveth light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It's amazing how the prayer meeting is the least most attended meeting in the world. Every church has that testimony. <laughs> the least most attended meeting is the prayer meeting. You know, one time, uh, some time ago, some of our wonderful sisters, they came to me and they said that um, they want to have this women prayer meeting. You know? <laughs> and I laughed. <laughs> I said, you have not attended Monday prayer meeting. <laughs> Praise God. You have not attended Monday. It was a good idea, but you see, before you get to primary five, you have to go to primary one first. <laughs> Praise God. You have not attended Monday prayer meeting. <laughs> then you think I will give you a special day. I said, no. I said, you push your attend Monday prayer meeting. And I have not seen them. <laughs> I have not seen them up to now. Praise God. You see, your desire has to be, your, your zeal for God has to be according to the Spirit. Amen. Has to be according to knowledge. Praise God. See? You see, in many circles, they pray differently. Hallelujah. And in the center of church is where we pray. Amen. It's where we pray. Hallelujah. It's where we pray. It's different from the way some people pray in other places. Hallelujah. And in the Monday prayer meeting, you are taught, you will, as you pray along, you will learn how to pray the right way. You will learn how to pray in the spirit. Hallelujah. You see, it's important that as a ministry, we pray in the same way. Hallelujah. It's important we speak the same thing and have one prayer language. Amen. Else, this one will be praying this way. This one will be praying mountain of fire prayer. The other one will be praying deeper lifestyle prayer in the same church. <laughs> Praise God. This is the way we pray in center of truth. Hallelujah. And it's important that... You learn it. When you come to a ministry, you find out how do they pray. What is the prayer system? What is the prayer pattern? Amen. And you learn it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. And you learn it. Even on Sundays, on Sunday, on Sunday, some of you, you don't even know who leads the prayer. <laughs> Praise God. Some of you don't even know who leads prayer on Sunday. Because we start service 9 a.m. on Sunday. Right? And we start with a prayer meeting. The prayer session. That lasts for about 15 to 20 minutes. And some of you, you come from 
to 10, <laughs> past 11. Praise God. So you don't even pray at all. There's some, some of you don't even pray. Morning, you don't pray. You don't just pray. You just wake up in the morning and you just move out. Oh, you have a lot of things to do. Oh, you have to do this. You have to do this. No. Praise God. No. These things ought not to be so. Hallelujah. Ought not to be so. I'm sure if I ask some of you now, who leads prayer on Sunday? Some of you won't know. You won't know the person. You see. I won't ask you. Don't worry. Praise God. They say, Pastor is falling out. Yes. If I don't tell you, who will? <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, the scriptures is for what? Teaching, correction, for rebuke. Yeah. For rebuke also. Sometimes we don't just smile, we have to carry the cane and flog. Hallelujah. Prayer is important, amen. It's important. So important. In the prayer meeting, we find people that are serious with God, they are passionate about God. You see? They have this zeal for God. These are the kind of people we find on a prayer meet. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. Luke chapter 11, verse 1. Let's go there. Praise the Lord. Are you there? It says, And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, see, Jesus was praying, right? And when he stopped, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John, John the Baptist, also taught his disciples. Are you, are you seeing that? Praise God. They see Jesus Christ praying. And one of the disciples says, Lord, teach us to pray. As John taught his disciples to pray. Meaning that the disciples of John the Baptist prayed differently from the Pharisees. Hallelujah. They prayed differently from the Pharisees. And now, they are seeing another sensei. They, they, they are seeing another master. Another rabbi. And he's telling Jesus, he says, teach us to pray as John. John taught his disciples to pray. Teach us your style of prayer. You see? John came with a message that was different. Hallelujah. You see? John came with a message that was different. And of course, since his message was different, his prayer ought to be different. And he taught them a different kind of prayer from what the, the Jews were used to. Now Jesus comes with a message also. Hallelujah. 
with a greater message than John the Baptist. He has a message that John is not even talking about. And say, wow, teach us to pray. When you don't understand the message of a ministry, you will not be able to pray according to the ministry. Praise God. You don't pray. When you don't understand the message. What, what is the message? What is the doctrine? What is the message of the ministry? If you don't understand it, you won't be able to pray. You won't be able to see, you won't know the songs you should, like, I, I heard a choir, they were singing a song, and, I'm like, they, they don't understand. If they understood something, they won't be singing a particular song, one of the songs they sang. Because they don't understand the message. Praise God. Because when you understand the message of the ministry, then you will not know the songs that are consistent. You will know the songs that are consistent with your ministry's message. Then you will know, okay, even though they are singing this song all over, this song is not... No matter how sweet it is in your belly, <laughs> it's sweet to you. <laughs> Praise God. It's not about emotional sweetness. No. Hallelujah. Some things can be so, some songs can be so sweet. Some prayer prayers can be so sweet to your flesh. But you have to check it with the message. Hallelujah. Is it consistent with the word? Is it consistent with the revelation that your pastor has been teaching you? Oh, yes. That's how you determine, oh, I can't sing that song. Or better still, you can decide to customize the song. You can decide to change the lyrics to fit. You don't have to sing it the way other people sing it. Will they arrest you? Someone come and arrest you. See, that's not the way it's sung. Hallelujah. So it's important. The message is important. When you understand the message, you will know the kind of songs you can sing. You will know the kind of prayers you can pray. You don't just say anything that you hear on the radio or on the internet or whatever. You have to judge it. Hallelujah. You judge it by the ministry's message. Hallelujah. Amen. You got to judge it. So all your songs that you sing, you judge it. Of course, but if you're not alert, if you don't know the ministry's message, you will not know which one is wrong. Which one is which one you should collect? You just collect anyone. You just pray anything. It's powerful prayer. All my all the enemy in my father's house. All the <laughs> all the enemies in my father's house. All the altar. Altar of the altar. <laughs> Praise God. Praise the Lord. In center of truth, we have a message. Hallelujah. We have a message. That message should influence your spiritual life. It should influence the songs you sing. It should influence the prayers you pray. It says, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples to pray. Because Jesus came with a message. A different message. 
But there are some people, they've been here for so many years. No matter what. <laughs> no matter what. What they learned in Egypt. <laughs> what they... What they learned in Egypt, they cannot, it's still inside them. Upon all, they've been for years. That thing that they got in Egypt. Remember the children of Israel? They could not forget the garlic. He said, oh, you have brought us to this wilderness. We remember the cucumbers. We remember the onions, the garlic. <laughs> Praise God. They refused to be changed. Moses was tired. <laughs> Moses was tired. He gave them manna. They say only this manna. <laughs> they say our soul is tired of this manna. Manna every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> Praise God. God. That's where some, some Christians are. What they learned, that song, that prayer point, you can't stay inside them. Praise God. They have refused to be changed. You know, such people will look at them and will say, ah, they have refused to submit to change. They've refused to. They've held on to that that Egypt. <laughs> that thing is still in there. Praise the Lord. That's not so. Amen. See, when you come into a ministry, you have to submit to the doctrines, to the practice. You have to embrace it with all your heart. Amen. Hallelujah. You have to embrace it with all your heart. Glory to God. What is the doctrine of the ministry? What is this law? What is the what is the doctrine? What is the prayer of this ministry that I have become a part of it? Because if you say you are a part of something, then you better be a part of it. Hallelujah. If you are a part of something, you are a part of it. Hallelujah. You submit. You accept the change with with gladness of heart. With meekness. You accept it. Oh, really? This is the way? Okay, okay. Alright. You receive it with excitement. So, okay, this is the way we do it here. Okay, alright. That's it. That's where, huh? Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't you say, oh, that's not the way they used to teach us in the other place. So, are you in the other place now? What are you doing here? Praise God. If you are so keen on that place, go to the other place. Praise God. As long as you're here, you have to do things the way we tell you. Praise God. Yeah. So important. Amen. So important. Hallelujah. So important. This is teach us to pray. Hallelujah. Teach us to pray. You see, there are things that the Lord didn't give commandment or guidelines on. 
Amen. You know, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't give instructions or guidelines on. Amen. He has left it for the man of God. Praise God. He has left it for the church. Amen. You see? He has left it for the church. He didn't talk about it. He didn't give restrictions. He didn't give uh, a system on. He has left it for the wisdom and the authority of the church. The man of God. The man of God is the one to give that uh, instructions concerning that thing. So, when you belong to that ministry, you are to follow what that ministry has said concerning that thing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yeah. When you study the Bible, you see Paul telling some things. He says, I, I, he says, I not the Lord. He says, I, not the Lord. I do not receive a command from this. I give my own judgment. So everybody in, his, in Paul's ministry would have to do things according to what Paul has said. Praise God. Hallelujah. You see? So, if you were not in Paul's ministry, fine. But once you're in Paul's ministry, you have to do what he has said. For instance, he told women, he, says, he said to them, he says, when you pray, he says, cover your hair. He says to the married women, he says, the married woman says, cover your hair when you pray. It was not a command from the Lord. It was Paul that was giving that command. And he gave, he gave spiritual backing from where he got that inspiration. Praise God. He even gave natural backing to it. Praise God. And says, this is it. Hallelujah. You see? He gave that instruction. Hallelujah. Peter, those in Peter's ministry didn't have such uh, tradition. Praise God. And, and so many other things you see in scriptures. Hallelujah. Amen. Alright, let's move forward, right? And he said unto them, that's verse 2, that Luke chapter 11, right? Verse 2. And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. As in heaven, so in earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. And for, as we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Praise the Lord. So, Jesus starts teaching them. Hallelujah. He starts teaching them how to pray. Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. Hallelujah. So, it was a pattern. He was teaching them a pattern. He was teaching them a style. Glory to God. Another writer says, after this manner, pray. Glory to God. So, he taught them how to pray. Amen. And they started praying according to what Jesus said. Not according to what they were used to. 
Because now they were with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Paul says, he says, pray always with all prayer. All prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Let's go to Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. Let's go to verse 25 first. Hallelujah. He says, in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit. Now the expression in the Spirit uh, has a lot of meanings. Amen. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament. Then in the New Testament, it has new meanings. Praise God. When you see that expression in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So when you see that expression in the Spirit. Now, generally when they say in the Spirit... They would refer to maybe uh, a vision. When somebody has a vision, uh, John says, I was in the spirit. Praise God. Then another expression is when you say something like, Ah, I'm troubled in my spirit. We are talking about your heart, right? So that expression was used in the Old Testament a lot. Praise the Lord. And even in the new. Hallelujah. Hello, are you with me? Are you with me? Alright. So, it says, if we live in the Spirit. What's it talking about? When it says, if we live in the Spirit. It's talking about being born again. Hallelujah. Remember, remember, Adam died spiritually. Amen. Adam died. When Adam sinned, in the beginning, he died. Hallelujah. He died. Adam was dead in the Spirit. So, Unbelievers are dead in the spirit. In that sense. Praise God. They are dead in the spirit. Glory to God. They are dead in the spirit. They have no life in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hello, remember? All things have become new. Remember that teaching we talked about Zoe? Hello? Can you remember that? Can you remember that? Alright. So, so unbelievers are dead in the spirit. Amen. So when a man gets born again, he comes alive. Hallelujah. He receives eternal life into his spirit. And he comes alive in the spirit. Hallelujah. He starts living in the spirit. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Hello? He starts living in the spirit. You see, I'm talking, some people are just not even writing. They're just looking at me like. Praise God. Tell somebody, submit to change. Submit to change. Hallelujah. You see, that's why you come to church. Hello? You come to church to be changed. Hallelujah. If, if, if that's not the reason you came to church, you need to go and come back. <laughs> and come back correctly. You come to church to be changed. Because God wants to change you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, you say, come the way you are, come the way you are. Yes, come the way you are, 
But you're not supposed to leave the way you came. Praise God. So when we say come the way you are, it doesn't matter what you're doing wrong. Just come. <laughs> it's to change you. That's the plan. Glory to God. It says be not conformed to this world. But be what? Transformed. Changed. By the what? Renewing of your mind. Hallelujah. You see that? So, that's important. Let's not deviate, right? Let's continue. So, he says if we live in the spirit. So, that's what it means to live in the spirit. You get it? It means when you're born again, you see, you, you're alive in the spirit. You receive eternal life, you live in the spirit. Amen. So, he's telling them, if we, are, if we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. And what does that mean? To walk in the spirit. What does it mean? What does it mean? To walk in the spirit. Somebody from the choir? Huh? To bear fruits, right? That's beautiful. Praise God. That means to bear fruits. Hallelujah. To walk in the spirit. Amen. That means it's talking about your life. Your lifestyle. Hallelujah. So when I say walk, spiritually when I say walk, walk by, walk in, you're talking about your, your life, your lifestyle. Hallelujah. And, and that's what he said earlier. He says in, in the verse 20. Alright, let's start from verse 16. Let's go back to verse 16. So that we understand this expression. Uh, walk in this. We've talked about this many times. Let's just... This is verse 16. Are you there? He says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. You see that? He says, if, we, if, if for the flesh lusted against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary one to another, so that you cannot do the things that you would. So, it's, yeah, it's telling us that doing something in the spirit is it's opposite of the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So when he says we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. He's telling us that there's a walk in the flesh. Hallelujah. And he talks about what it means to walk in the flesh. It talks about the works of the flesh, doing the works of the flesh. Hallelujah. And walking in the spirit means what to bear the fruits of the spirit. Amen. To do the works of the spirit. Amen. Your life. Glory to God. Your lifestyle. Glory to God. Are you hearing me? So to walk in the Spirit is to walk in love, joy, you know, gentleness, meekness, faith, walking in faith. We just finished talking about walking in faith, right? When you're walking in faith, you're walking in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so many other things. Hallelujah. So now, he says, praying always, with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Amen. It's telling us to pray in the Spirit. So if there's a prayer in the Spirit, then there's a prayer in the flesh. Praise God. So you're either praying, a pray, your prayer is either a praying in the Spirit or praying in the flesh. Amen. So you need to find out. Hallelujah. Let's go to St. John's Gospel in chapter 4. 
and verse 21. St. John's Gospel, chapter 4. This is when Jesus was with a woman, the Samaritan woman. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh, when you shall neither in this mountain, nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Praise God. Next verse. He says, you worship, you worship, you know not what. Hallelujah. He says, you worship, you know not what. He says, you don't know what you worship. He's talking about the Samaritans. Praise God. He said, you don't know what you're worshipping. You don't know God. He said, you don't know what you're worshipping. Hallelujah. He says, we know what we worship. Talking about the Jews. He was, Jesus Christ was a Jew. Amen. So he's telling the Samaritans, because, you know, the Samaritans think they know God. So they say they are worshipping God. And he's telling them, you don't know. You don't know what you're worshipping. You, you don't know what you worship. You don't know God. So just like every other religion out there, Islam or whatever, they don't, they don't know God. Praise God. They don't know what they worship. They don't know God. Hallelujah. They don't know God. They think they know God, but they don't know God. Hallelujah. They don't know God. He says, we know what we worship. For salvation is of the Jews. Hallelujah. Next verse. Verse 23. He said, but the hour cometh, and now is... When the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Glory to God. Amen. This is the hour comet. This is the hour has come. When the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such. Hallelujah. This is just the kind of worship the Father is seeking. The worship in the Old Testament was not spirit and truth. Hallelujah. He's telling them that, hey, God is bored of all this style. Even what he gave the Jews, he's tired of it. He says, now, the time has finally come. Hallelujah. The time has finally come where the true worshippers will worship the Father the way he wants. Hallelujah. Amen. They worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Amen. So in the New Testament, we worship the Father in spirit and in truth. Because why? We are alive in the spirit. Amen. So because we are alive in the spirit, we live in the spirit, we can worship in the spirit. Hallelujah. Because we are alive in the spirit, we can walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So our lifestyle, we walk in the spirit. And when we pray, we pray in the spirit. Hallelujah. We pray in the spirit. We pray in the spirit. Because that's the kind of prayer. That's the right way to pray. Hallelujah. That's the right, that's the right way to pray. We pray in the spirit. We walk in the spirit. Why? Because we live. We live in the Spirit. Hallelujah. And we will continue next week. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go ahead and talk to God now. Talk to God now.
Talk to God now. Thank Him for these words you've received. Thank Him for the correction, for the enlightenment, for the rebuke. Thank Him. Tell Him that you're willing to submit to the Word of God. You're willing to submit to change. To do things the way He wants you to do things. Hallelujah. Let's rise on our feet. Let's rise on our feet and begin to prophesy. Prophesy to your weak. Hallelujah. Go ahead and declare Rhema. Release words of faith. Words that are coming to pass. Hallelujah. Go ahead and release words. Declare blessings for your weak. Declare blessings in every area of your life. The power of the Spirit is present. Go ahead right now. Don't be quiet now. Don't be quiet. Forget who's on the left and who's on the right. Who's at your front and who's at your back. Right now, declare Rema. Handle your business now. Handle your business. Handle your business. It's between you and God. Go ahead and declare Rema. Yes, yes, yes. The lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. Oh yes, this week is a good week for me. I'm making progress this week. In every area of my life, I'm making progress. I'm moving forward in the name of Jesus. Oh, divine influence. I'm expressing divine influence in every area of my life this week. In the name of Jesus. Oh yes, divine influence in my health. Divine influence. In my family, divine influence. In my children, in my marriage, divine influence. In my career, divine influence. In my job, in my business. Oh yes, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, I'm blessed. I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Yes, your words are coming to pass. Your words are coming to pass. You are having what you say. You are having what you say. You are having what you say. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. By the Spirit of God. Glory to God. Victory is yours. Victory is yours. The spirit of prayer rests upon you. Like never before. God feel with desire to pray like never before. In the name of Jesus. Favor is yours. This week is blessed for you. Everywhere you go you have favor. In the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against you prosperous. You are blessed. 
with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You are living beyond every curse. You are living beyond every influence of darkness. You are moving with divine influence. Divine influence in your life. Divine influence in your health. Divine influence in every area of your life. In the name of Jesus. Perfect healing is yours. Right now receive that complete healing. Receive that perfect healing. Receive that perfect deliverance right now. Be made whole right now. I command health to your body. Healing completely of that pain. Healing completely of that injury. Healing. Healing completely. Complete deliverance from that demonic oppression. Complete deliverance. In the name of Jesus, you are free. Yes, victory is yours. Whatever you do prospers. Whatever you lay your hands on will prosper. Wherever your name goes, favor is yours. Wherever your document goes, favor is yours. I command doors to open for you this week. In the name of Jesus, doors are opening for you. Decisions are made to favor you. Governments are making decisions to favor you. Companies are making decisions to favor you. In the name of Jesus, they are changing them for your sake. In the name of Jesus, you are not an ordinary person. Yes, you are the son of the highest. Yes, yes, yes. Everlasting protection is yours. Oh yes, give him praise, give him praise. Grace to you and peace from God. I am Waleo Kiaine, pastor of Central Truth Church. I would love to specially invite you to Central Truth. You see, when you come to Central Truth, you see it's not just another church service. It's a spiritual training institution. Many people go to church, but they are not experiencing spiritual growth in their lives. Listen, I tell you the truth. It doesn't matter how old you are, or how young you are. It doesn't matter how rich you are, or how poor you may be. God wants to make you what he talks about, like Jesus. And as you fellowship with us, the spirit of truth will build you up day by day, service by service, such that as the weeks and months go by, you will easily see the changes and progress that you're making in your spiritual life and in every other area of your life. So, make it a date this Sunday. I would love to receive you. Grace to you. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe He died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept Him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.